following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Life is good when the Lions win. That next day is a beautiful thing, man. I don't care if it's in the 30s. I don't care if there's snowflakes. I don't care if I couldn't feel my toes walking to work. That's not quite walking to work. That would be two blocks. For the parking garage. Lions made us all nervous. I was sitting there with John Molehawk and Bill Giroux, and thanks to everyone who showed up at the Dirty Shame Bar and Grill, a five-star dive bar in Ada on Fulton, just east of Grand Rapids. Had a great crowd into it. Lions had three offensive linemen out. Goff had happy feet early. They're trying to run Gibbs too much between the tackles, and they figured it out. Defense, though, was solid start to finish, which really gave the offense a chance to get comfortable. And, man, did they get comfortable. Jameer Gibbs delivered one of the best performances we've seen from a running back in a Lions uniform. And he's only a rookie. It was Barry-esque. The only thing that I would... Stop and pause for a minute or a minute when I look at this six and two team and they're into the bye week is can they just stay healthy? That's it. I mean, you look at Kirk Cousins now. Late reports have Joshua Dobbs from Arizona to Minnesota. Cardinals with the deal. So he'll become their QB. He's not bad. He's been around the NFL forever. Chase Young. According to reports at CBS Sports, traded from Washington to the Niners. That's not good news for the Lions or NFC teams that will be battling the Niners for a home field advantage. Lions are only a game out behind the Eagles, tied with the Seahawks for NFC home field advantage. And they have the easiest schedule out of any of the contenders. And that would be Eagles, Cowboys, Seahawks and Niners. Montez Sweat, kind of a surprise. The Bears made a deal for him. 
So those are some of the name trades. I'm not going to go through every trade. Lions have been quiet, and I think at 6-2. and two, And you played through injuries? I, I don't think the Lions are, are going to do anything and give up any draft capital. And you have a culture where you're going to bring somebody in. Things are good. Uh, you, you've played through the injuries, a ton of injuries. And this goes back to what I said all summer long about the Lions and their depth. Jeff Risden, by the way, from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. He'll join us in studio coming up later. Spend about an hour and 20 minutes with me. Also, John Beeline, the first installment of my conversations with Coach. Presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort. We'll talk about the Pistons. He worked with them the last couple of years, and especially that nucleus of young guys, Killian Hayes, Ivy, Cade, and Duran. John also will be on the Big Ten Network. We'll get his early thoughts on Michigan, Michigan State, and also on building a culture. Speaking of cultures, the Wolverine.com, they have a great crew. Chris Ballas sent out a story this morning that And this was kind of a surprise considering everything you read on Twitter. That Michigan is close to a new contract with Jim Harbaugh. So that makes you think, well, if they're close to a new contract, didn't they just have all these reports that it was rescinded? Less than two days ago. And that school lawyers would look at everything that's been reported. The school has to have some evidence courtesy of the NCAA, if all these college football insiders can get these leaks, a school and their legal team have to have some evidence. And I think if Harbaugh signs a new contract, it's a sign that the NCAA doesn't have squat on Harbaugh. Connor Stallions may be a different story. And then the CMU photo going on that Connor Stallions was at the CMU Michigan game in a disguise. Oh, my God, yesterday it was the ball boys. It's Twitter. Do you know you can Photoshop anything? So let me get this straight. Yesterday it was Michigan ball boys were signaling to the Michigan sidelines that one Big Ten team told Pat Forty from Yahoo. Yeah, up your Yahoo. And today it's a story of, oh, there's a secret. Connor Stallion's... He's black ops. He snuck onto the sideline. What, with a costume that he got at Meyer? Hey, how much for the how to be a CMU coach costume? $4.99. We only have mediums left. I'll take it. So every day you get this garbage coming out, yet from his sources inside the University of Michigan, Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, says that they're close to a deal. And what I say yesterday, and I'll say it again today, I have seen no evidence implicating anybody. And guys like Pete Thamel from ESPN, who I read his story yesterday, said evidence was presented by you and your sources? Then No, you didn't present evidence. You said there was evidence. While you're leaking the information and unnamed sources, which are other Big Ten schools or the NCAA, then show the evidence. 
Oh, now it's, look, hold on, that's Connor Stallions. He looks just like a CMU coach. Oh, he shaved his head. He's got a fake mustache on. Netflix presents Connor Stallions. Is that the Joe Biden press conference? Is that Connor Stallions as vice president? And Superfly and Tim Fagan, who heads up iHeart West Michigan, I'm telling them about this story that Harbaugh may sign a contract, and Tim Fagan says contracts don't matter, just ask Mel Tucker. And then Superfly looks at Tim Fagan and says, you a Spotting fan? He goes, yeah, 1980 graduate. And they hugged, and I'm sitting here ready to barf up my pizza. That we had for lunch. And I try and get a word in edgewise, which usually is a slam dunk done deal. But no, on one side is Sparty Fagan. On the other side is Superfly Sparty. And I feel like a kid who's convinced my dad didn't leave my mother. He didn't. He's, he's not leaving. So he had three college cheerleaders in his bedroom. My dad was a cheerleading coach. He's not leaving, Mom. Mom's not leaving him. No. People are like, do you have some traumatic 10-year-old <laughs> experience? And I'm telling him, I'm looking at Tim Fagan, where... And then this is where I said, you guys got to go. So I'm, I'm preparing for the show. And all of a sudden, Tim Fagan goes, go green. And Superfly goes, go white. And Tim Fagan goes, go green. Go white. And then I looked at him. I said, hey, any guys get any FaceTimes from Mel Tucker lately? Maybe around 1230 at night with screen cleaner. They got quiet. They left. But Superfly has this arrogance when he talks about this situation like Harbaugh is done. And then Tim Fagan <laughs> Goes, uh, you want to know my choice? I go, let me guess. Urban Meyer goes, heck yeah, I'll take Urban Meyer right now. Also, Tim Fagan became like Howard Dean at an Iowa political rally. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take him. No NFL team wants him. I'll take him right now. And I go, Tim, Urban Meyer has no talent. He's not coming to East Lansing. He has talent. Fifteen million a year will get him to come. I'm like, Tim, why are you raising your voice? Because we need Urban Meyer. We need Urban. Tim looks at Superfly and says, I signed off the deed on my house to the Spartan Fund to help get Urban to East Lansing. I go to Tim, where are you and your lovely wife going to live? Says, we got an RV. 
I go, really? You're willing to live homeless for Urban Meyer as head coach of Michigan State? He said, yes, I am. He goes, I'm actually going to live in the RV right out in front of 96 won the game in Grand Rapids, and we'll do sales meetings in the RV in the morning. People walk up, knock on the door, 915, who is it? Oh, Kelly, Kim, you there? Kate, let's do a meeting. Don't mind the smell of propane. There's no chance of it blowing up. This RV has been in mint shape since 1979. My buddy Mark Rasmussen and his wife Cindy, diehard Spartan fans, Sam Rasmussen, Bless his heart. He goes to Michigan State. They all want Urban Meyer. And then Jim Comperoni even had a story, which I shared, about Urban Meyer, that the money's there. He's not taking the Michigan State job. Here's what I think he's doing. I think he's jabbing at Michigan right now, like he does on that Fox show. And he's jabbing at him. So you know what? You know what Michigan's doing? I don't know if I can correlate it, but when the news comes out that the Urban Meyer thing could be closer, they know they don't want to lose Harbaugh and start over. Because then through all of this with Mel Tucker, think about this, if Michigan State got Urban Meyer. Through all of this, even with Michigan, back-to-back Big Ten champions, beating Ohio State twice, number two in the country right now, and the college football Playoff rankings tonight, they should be right there in the top four. That if you're going to lose Harbaugh and you have Urban Meyer, Michigan State, their fans, the school, the boosters would all feel they have the upper hand on Michigan. Think about that, where they were just a month ago with Captain FaceTime. That's why the Michigan State fan wants Urban Meyer. That's why you gave Mel Tucker $95 million because you thought Harbaugh and Michigan were on the ropes. And you paid big because you didn't want Tucker leaving for LSU, which eventually went to Brian Kelly. So Michigan, I don't think it's any coincidence. There is a story now to Chris Ballas, who has the greatest sources connected to Michigan of anybody on this planet, that they're close to a deal. Fine, Michigan State, bring Urban Meyer on. We have the number two team in the country. We have back-to-back Big Ten trophies, back-to-back college football playoff appearances. Our name will be in that top four tonight in the first college football playoff rankings. You hire Urban Meyer because you don't have squat for talent in East Lansing when it comes to football. That is the reality. And I believe when you sit back, and I talked about it yesterday, that this pendulum was swinging because no evidence was being put out. All these leaks to all these Michigan haters, these leaks possibly connected to a investigation firm that has the brother of Ryan Day. That if Ohio State or anyone connected to that school instigated an investigation to obtain electronics from another school, it makes showing up for illegal scouting like a jaywalking ticket. And all these leaks, maybe their lawyers at Michigan finally are getting some footballs. 
and saying, whoa, wait a minute. Where'd all these leaks come from? What about this investigation with Michigan computer drives? How'd you get that? Could it be that they know Ryan Day's brother possibly is connected to this? Oh, my God. Connor Stallions will look like the Dalai Lama. This is all about Michigan State and Ohio State fans, Twitter, and writers who are biased against Michigan who hate on them. Ball boys. All of a sudden, Connor Stallions now is a man of a thousand disguises. Connor's going to have his own Netflix series. Who are you today? I'm Urban Meyer. And I've told Michigan State I'm coming. But little do they know, it's not the real Urban Meyer. It's me. Connor Stallions. Oh. It was refreshing to watch the Lions do things that normally don't happen with them where they look like they're in trouble and they find a way through the depth they have to battle through injuries, to not have three offensive linemen, to not have Montgomery, and they go to the bye at 6-2 and two in the hunt for NFC home field advantage. And Josh Dobbs will be okay For the Vikings, but minus Kirk Cousins, the Lions are in the driver's seat to put the NFC North away in the next month, the next four games. So that would be five weeks with the bye week. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com will join us in our next segment. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, one of our Lions NFL insiders. He'll join me in studio. John Beeline, my conversations with Coach. Weekly segments through the NBA Finals with the former Michigan head coach now doing commentary for the Big Ten Network. Conversations with Coach Beeline coming up later in the show. You want to join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Your thoughts on the Lions win last night, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, 
Talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. The day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. NFL trade deadline coming up. So far, the deals are Chase Young from Washington to the Niners. Montez Sweat from Washington to the Bears. Josh Dobbs, Vikings get a quarterback from the Cardinals to the Vikings. I mean, he's been, for the most part, a perennial backup. We're now getting word that the Lions have acquired former Michigan wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones from the Browns. So DPJ will join Amon Ra, St. Brown, Jamison Williams, Josh Reynolds, and Khalif Raymond. The Lions are sending Cleveland a 2025 six-round pick. Any is a pretty good returner with Raymond, but it's another athlete. I mentioned Chase Young. Uh, traded to Donovan Peoples-Jones to the Lions. That's great depth. That's a wide receiver. Donovan also is a former Wolverine, and from the Wolverine.com, we welcome in Chris Ballas, the Michigan insider. Had that breaking story this morning that Michigan's reportedly close to a new contract with Harbaugh, which is shocking based on everything we've heard the last four days. Uh, Chris, what is the latest with that Harbaugh deal? Yeah, well, there was a report from the Wall Street Journal that Michigan had rescinded the contract. And as we told you, I think last week, uh, they had put it on hold, right, while they investigated some stuff and while they heard from the NCAA. They met with the NCAA last week, as we reported, and they got debriefed on everything that the NCAA was talking about and uh, had their own meeting on Sunday morning, the administration and so on the athletic department, the president and everybody else, and about how to proceed. And, uh, you know, there were all those rumors out there that, oh, this is Ohio State fans, oh, this is about Jim Harbaugh resigning and everything else. And, you know, this is a great day for Ohio State, when in reality they were talking about how to proceed 
with a new with a contract extension and whether they should uh, take it off hold and proceed with it. And pretty much the consensus was yes, they should. Now this Connor Stallion stuff, which gets weirder and weirder, right? Uh, you know, the allegedly being on the sidelines at Central Michigan against Michigan State. Uh, there was some consternation about it last night, and they had to wait for Ward Manuel, as our understanding, to get back from um, the college football playoff committee meetings and uh, into town on Tuesday before they proceeded. But they all got on the same page and agreed that yes, we are going to continue. And the and uh, at the meeting ended with with President Santa Ono saying, "Let's get them signed and let's do it. Let's get this done uh, and sign into an extension." Now there will be provisions in that contract, of course, saying, "Hey, if there's any other." stuff that comes up with the NCAA or whatever, then we're going to have to deal with that. And maybe that, you know, makes it null and void or whatever, but uh, 100%, they were all on the same page and we understand it was seven to nothing with the regents uh, in, in saying that they should proceed with the contract negotiations, which have were, had really gone out on them for quite a while uh, and had made a lot of headway last week before this whole thing broke. So, um, that's where we are today. Now we need to see what happens and if anything else comes out with the uh, Connor Stallion stuff, if anything else is released from anywhere else and uh, and how that affects anything. But uh, as soon as possible is what everybody in the administration at Michigan agrees upon. Uh, they want that to happen, and uh, then we'll see where it goes. So where where is it going right now from your sources there in Ann Arbor and connected to the University of Michigan based on – what has been out there uh, from these so-called journalists, from anything connected to Connor Stallions disguising himself as a CMU coach on the sidelines to Michigan ball boys with a vast network of communication <laughs> of plays? I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's beyond ridiculous. And I really think this is helping Harbaugh's case, showing that there's nothing there. And then you mix in the Board of Regents 7 to zip behind Harbaugh so the portrayal of what we're seeing publicly doesn't, and it's a serious situation with Connor Stallions. I get that, and you have the Matt Weiss investigation, and you still have the fiasco over the cheeseburger, and you know Harbaugh saying he doesn't remember, and NCAA holding ground that he misled them. So the question is: uh, Is Harbaugh in jeopardy of losing his job? No, if they're talking about extending him immediately right now, right, that's no. my point. And yeah, and now the problem is, is we are still what in the second or third inning of this investigation. So, what happens tomorrow or the next day can affect what's uh, can can throw everything on its head, right? And you look at, uh, for example, and I'm just going to go back to the Fab Five investigation because it's something I know. And you're watching the newspapers and you're saying, okay, well, you know, this is bad, but it's not terrible. And if that's the worst of it, and then two weeks later something else comes out and you're like, okay, this is pretty bad. If that's the worst of it, then you know maybe they'll get off with this, and then boom, the bomb drops, right? So you don't know what's out there, especially when the FBI is involved and which they were with Matt Weiss's computer. We're not saying the FBI is involved in this case overall, but when they're digging around different computers and stuff like that, then any secrets that you have are going to get out there. And uh, that's just the way it is. And especially, too, when you hire a private investigator firm, as somebody did, and of course everybody thinks Ohio State was behind that, then uh, those guys know people and and they're going to be digging for information. And some of the information that was leaking in initially came out a month ago from Ohio State sources about what was going down at Michigan and how bad it was going to look, and they were right on. So it certainly makes sense that this originated with Ohio State, uh, even though I don't think there's any evidence of that yet. I know people are digging for it. 
So that's going to be another fascinating angle of this story. Another angle is, you know, with this Connor Stallions on the sideline stuff, um, Central Michigan is going to be culpable too, right? And, and in what if if they point the finger at Michigan and say, hey, Michigan arranged this, or or how is that going to play out? And, and how would that affect Jim Harbaugh's future at Michigan if, hypothetically, a, a coach, a Michigan coach, was to have sent him over there or something like that, or, or been involved in doing that, which we don't think is the case. But there are still so many questions here that need to be answered. And I can't tell you how many people we've spoken with and, and how fascinating this is. This will be a 30 for 30 someday, Bill. There's no question in my mind. We've even had people talk talking about writing screenplays about this because there's still stuff not directly related to the case, but things that we've learned that would just absolutely blow your mind. So um, it's it's certainly not over by a long shot. Just because they are back on the table, just because the contract is back on the table today does not mean this thing is over, not by a long shot. So has it been confirmed it was Connor Stallions on the sidelines because all these photos and a mustache or no hair here and Everything again. Nothing's been confirmed. I haven't seen any credible nope. outlets reported, and it's more or less just Twitter fodder right now. Has it been confirmed that was Connor Stallions on the sidelines? No, I have not seen anybody confirm it yet. Uh, there is a lot of smoke uh, about it, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Wow! Uh, any confirmation that the Michigan Ball Boys were brought in from <laughs> MIT to no. uh, decipher <laughs> opponents' play calls? None of that crap. No. Hmm. And uh, so that, yeah. And you know what? That's, um, again, I don't even know that that's illegal. Not that they would do it. And I don't think that Michigan was doing it. But, you know, in terms of sign stealing on a game day, uh, you know, I don't see anything um, in the in the bylaws or anything like that that you can't do that. And and let's be let's not be naive here about the sign stealing stealing stuff. To me, that's you know what it is what it is. And uh, and to say everybody's doing it, uh, not to the extent that Michigan did it, and in no way, shape, or form am I saying that that's something that Michigan should have done. Connor Stallions, I'm sorry, should have done. Um, you know you know they're alleging people are alleging obviously that maybe Michigan knew and Michigan coaches knew about it, but. Um, we have seen no evidence of that yet. So, um, you know what? So, yeah, to that extent that he took it, no, uh, that's a, that's a completely separate issue. So, and I'm not naive enough to believe, as we talked before, that this couldn't get much worse for Michigan. Uh, I certainly think that we are still early on. That the NCAA was here last week and hasn't hasn't even offered a notice of allegations yet or a notice of an investigation. So, um, that's how early they are in this thing. So, you're hoping if you're Michigan fan, first of all, that this doesn't affect the season. It doesn't appear that it's going to, especially if Michigan, as of now, is moving forward with the Harbaugh contract. But again, you never know what tomorrow is going to bring in deals like this, Bill. Chris Bowles from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us. So, Chris, is there anything that you've seen or been told that is damning evidence that connects Harbaugh or any assistant coaches beyond Connor Stallions acting? As a lone wolf. No, uh, nope. And in fact, the Washington Post article uh, said as much that Jim Harbaugh, you know, was not apparently in the know based on any evidence that the NCAA had received, and that is probably one of the reasons that the uh, that the Michigan administration has said, okay, let's go ahead and and continue with this uh, contract for Harbaugh, which could be done in as soon as a week, if if again, if everything goes according to plan and and no more scandalous stuff comes out. So um, that is that. 
that is one of the saving graces, and uh, I don't think there has been anything linking assistant coaches right now to Connor Stallions as well. And if you're looking at some of the stuff that he's done and reading some of the stuff about him, man, it just gets weirder every day, right? And it looks like a guy that, okay, uh, is dressing up allegedly, according to some things on, on Twitter and everything else, allegedly on the sidelines of Central Michigan. And um, it's just absolutely bizarre. I, I really have never seen anything like it uh, in sports. And I think a lot of people, a lot of my colleagues are, are in the same boat. So um, so that's as of right now. And uh, let's see where this thing goes, is what I continue to say to the people on my message boards and on you know on Twitter when on the rare occasion that I get into, into that cesspool. I don't think this is over by a long shot. But uh, I think the next step it, it w- would be a positive step for Michigan fans is to see that Jim Harbaugh was signed to an extension. And that is certainly back on the table now, 100%. Uh, moving forward uh, as of today, as of this morning after a meeting. So the question I was going to ask you prior to putting you on air, will Harbaugh be back next year unless there's damning evidence that shows he was a part of this with Connor Stallions? He may get a suspension because NCAA rules say if someone on your staff underneath you uh, does something that violates NCAA bylaws and rules, the head coach also must be held accountable. I, I think that uh, would be the only way he would miss any games, unless he just decides I've had enough of this and he leaves on his own accord at the end of this season. Yeah, and would that surprise anybody? Uh, I don't think that would surprise anybody. This is a coordinated effort, obviously, to uh, by probably by a rival, if we're being honest, um, to to get Jim Harbaugh out of Michigan and and to make Ryan Day feel better about two two losses to to Michigan and, and blowout fashion. And you know, the funny part is everybody keeps pointing back to last year's game and oh, if they had the signs, well, their, their coaches have come out in, in articles on Yahoo and said no, we knew that and we knew that uh, they were stealing signs so we changed everything up they don't have any excuses for that uh they got their butts kicked at home and um so it's uh you know it's just one of those things man where um again we have to see who comes calling for jim harbaugh what happens next in this whole saga uh, it's certainly not something we want to be covering or talking about it's a 24 7 endeavor and it's uh and it sucks flat out so uh we would rather be talking about this unbelievable football team that's got a great chance to win a national championship Speaking of the team and nationally, from the coaches' polls to anything connected to rankings, I've seen no one penalize Michigan for the allegations. Uh, You have the college football playoff rankings, first one of the year uh, tonight. Uh, I would think Michigan should be in the top four. I know their strength of schedule could come uh, into question. Your thoughts on what you expect from the first college football playoff rankings connected to the Wolverines? Yeah, I definitely think they'll be in the top, probably in the top two, maybe three. And uh, and nor should anybody be, be be judging Michigan or anybody else on allegations, right? Uh, innocent and pro- till proven guilty type of thing. Even if there is, there are um, allegations out there. It's, it's something that uh, that has to play out and, and run its due course. So, and uh, and that's going to happen. Uh, you know, it, you know. Hopefully, it's not one of these things that drags on. And uh, you know, you look at the Kansas case, for example, with Bill Self. 
himself and it dragged on for six years and the dude got off with a slap on the wrist. Who knows if the NCAA will be here in three years, right? But for all the, what I've heard about the expediting of the NCAA, you know, boy, they never moved this fast. Again, no notice of allegations yet, no notice of investigation. So this is something that, um, you know, they're in the early stages here. They interviewed some Michigan administrators last week. They were going to interview some staffers. I guess some of them left town uh, to go recruiting, uh, but that was the plan. And I think there were, were conflicting reports as to whether or not they actually recruited any coaches in the building. I think the AP said they did and others said they didn't. But we do know that as of that their, that morning when they were in town, that was what their plan was. So, um, but yeah, Bill, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where um, you hope you hope they get through the season. You hope that they use it as, as fuel if you're a Michigan fan and as a catalyst to destroy everybody on their schedule and make a point here that, hey, we don't need signs to kick your butt, just like they did with Michigan State. When Michigan State uh, knew about it, they changed things up. They were calling the, the plays with the quarterback on the sidelines. They had no excuses for a 49 to nothing beating, and they want to make sure that everybody else on the schedule knows, too, there are no excuses if they beat them as well. His name? Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Yeah, because this signing of the contract is a smart move by Michigan to really quell the speculation on Twitter. It really is because it throws yeah. it throws a wrench in it. I'm not saying it's a it's a plan of deceit, but uh, I think it is for what I've said has been not too many public votes of confidence for Harbaugh. At least this one seems to be. Right. Yeah. And they're united in it right now. Now, there are some people who are wary, and I think rightfully so, right, uh, given what we found out about this and uh, that, okay, well, let's see what comes out. I'm one of those people, right? I am one of those guys, and I've been telling everybody, you need to wait and see. Everybody's taking victory laps. Well, the contract's coming, and Jim's going to sign a contract, and he's going to be here for 10 more years. Uh, ideally, yeah, that's what happens. But in situations like these, uh, when the NCAA is involved, you just don't know, and you need to see what comes next and what else is out there, especially when you have private investigative firms uh, sniffing around in the FBI, sniffing around your building, even if it's for other reasons. So I'm in wait-and-see mode, Bill, and uh, and I think other people are too, and I don't think that's completely unfair. And private investigation firms that may, and I stress the word may, <laughs> be connected to the family of Ryan Day, which adds even more drama uh, right. to the Netflix screenplay for Connor. <laughs> it's nuts. Bill, I, I got to tell you, when we have a beer someday soon, uh, you know what? All this stuff, it's just absolutely nuts. Things that involve Michigan, things that don't. Uh, this is clandestine crap that is just uh, that would just absolutely blow your mind. My man, uh, it is crazy. And I, I almost laugh at the ball boy accusations. And even I look at the, the photos, and again, with Photoshopping and everything out there, it's Twitter. What do you believe, Chris? I do believe you. You can follow the story of contract uh, talks with Harbaugh at TheWolverine.com. Chris Ballas checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. My man, thanks for the update. Anytime. Thanks, Bill. Chris Ballas with the truth from Ann Arbor. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. It is time once again to go inside the leadership locker room with Greg Harris, uh, who joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. And everybody has a game plan in sports, right? You're breaking down the team before you play. Manager is sitting on the bench or the coach in a baseball game, and they 
all have a plan on how to maximize their efforts, and that comes into play, especially in sales. In sales, yeah. Bill, it's great to be on your show. Thanks for uh, uh, getting me on and your amazing audience. But uh, one of my keynotes I really enjoy, it's very popular, is called More At-Bats and Better Pitches. Sales organizations are looking for more opportunities, sales opportunities for their salespeople. And my keynote really lays down a lot of rules, a lot of opportunities on how to get more at-bats and better pitches. Because we have limited time. A salesperson has 24 hours to prospect. So I think the more at-bats, better pitches, one of our challenges is being a commodity. They put you in that bucket. You don't want to be compared to someone else. You want to stand out and be differentiating. So I give them play-by-play on how to do that. Yeah, play-by-play and more pitches, right? Everything comes into play inside the leadership locker room. If you're interested in Greg uh, helping your business, MaximizeLeadership.com. He'll stop out, talk to your business, MaximizeLeadership.com. And also Sage Advice is his book. Uh, you can find at MaximizeLeadership.com and also wherever uh, you download books. Save big on fuel with m Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your m fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. $0.10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to theurbanu.com to find out more. That's theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Right before the trade deadline, Lions did deal for Donovan Peoples-Jones from Cleveland. He didn't have a lot of catches this year, but last year had a pretty good year, almost 900 catches. He has a big average per catch, which means he'll be a down-the-field threat, I think, in the Lions offense. So the former Wolverine comes back home. Good pickup. Again, I just can't say enough about Brad Holmes and everything he does. Uh, some of the other deals that are coming in, uh, 49ers surprised a lot of people. They traded for Chase Young uh, with Bosa. With that defense, they got stronger. So Chase Young will go to San Francisco uh, to try and strengthen a Niners team that's semi-reeling uh, right now. Uh, Josh Dobbs will be the new quarterback replacing Cousins in Minneapolis. Vikings and Cardinals uh, did a pre-trade deadline deal there. So I, he'll be serviceable. He's a, he's a veteran. Uh, Green Bay agreed to trade defensive back uh, Rasul Douglas to the Bills. 
Lions didn't have to give up a lot. I think they gave up like a six-round pick to get uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Jalen Johnson expected to stay in Chicago. Yeah, it was a six-round pick in 2025. So these are some of the stories uh, coming down. Vikings got a six-round for sending guard Ezra Cleveland to the Jags. So not a busy afternoon. So there you go. There was some talk that the Vikings might try and deal for Mac Jones from the Patriots, but he's going to stay put. So uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, that is a great pickup for the Lions. Depth they needed. And they didn't give up a lot. 2025 six-rounder. And maybe he'll be the guy because they want to stretch the field. And Jamison was better this week. But another athlete with Raymond St. Brown. I mean, kidding me? With Gibbs who can catch out of the backfield. Laporta. Donovan Peoples-Jones. I love it. DPJ coming home. Uh, We'll have Jeff Risden in studio. We'll talk Lions. The game last night against the Raiders. Uh, We'll look ahead to the bye week. Uh, How healthy will the Lions be when they come back November 12th against the Chargers? Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire in studio for the next 90 minutes. Also, John Beeline, my first conversation with Coach presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort uh, will happen. We'll talk Pistons and the Big Ten. 24-7, everything you need with this show is free. At thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.